All right, a little after three, uh, the Sweeney Murdy Report is brought to you uh, by your interstate battery distributors of New York and Connecticut, every battery for every need, by Papa John's, better ingredients, better pizza, the preferred pizza of New York baseball, by Foxwoods Resort Casino, just two and a half hours away from it all, Foxwoods, the wonder of it all, and by your Mercedes Tri-State uh, dealers. Uh, Sweeney, welcome. How are you? I'm good, Mike. How you doing? All right, Sweeney. Um... Two games down, two wins. Uh, so so far, so good. But a couple of things you got to be concerned about, and one, of course, the headline as they come over for Game Three, is Chapman, who continues to struggle mightily in the closer role. Yeah, and the um, you know whatever issue he had with his leg last night, I'd be surprised if he's available for a little while right. here. Right. Uh, and it might be for the best, you know, to get him out of this for a little while and clear his head, get uh, make sure the leg is one hundred percent. The good thing with the, the Yankees have something that most other teams don't. They have plenty of options if their closer fails. And right now their closer isn't, isn't doing what they need him to do. I don't know if he's going to get there this year, Mike. The, he hasn't been right all year. Forget about the injury. Coming back from the injury, before the injury, he just wasn't the same pitcher that we saw last year. Uh, people are hitting his fastball a lot more. And it's not like he's lost four miles an hour off his fastball. No. He's still throwing 100 and 203, and it's just getting hit more. Yeah. Um, no question. It might be. And hit well by left-handers. Yeah, it might be just something about this year based on the extra. You know, listen, he openly complained about how he was used last year. Mm-hmm. Reliever, repeating a year for a reliever is one of the hardest things to do in baseball. Hitters, you pretty much you know what you get year to year. Starting pitchers, assuming health, you pretty much know what you get year to year. Relief pitchers are the ones who you have a hard time trying to get them to repeat year after year. This might be one of those years, based on that extra work he had last season, and openly telling us he didn't love the way he was used, that maybe he just didn't bounce back as well. Well, also, the injury, as you said, it might be a blessing because, if anything, Joe has been very very concerned with his feelings, uh, more so than I think he should be in the middle of August. Uh, very concerned, you know, calling him his closer, saying he has confidence in him, in him, when really he hasn't given you any reason to have confidence in him. I think it's more about him trying to uh, show that he show his player he has confidence in him. Uh, that because that role especially because he has so many options, he could. He could do that all year long. He could say, this guy's my closer this week, and, okay, you struggle, now you're my closer this week. I don't think he likes to operate that way. I think he likes to have his relievers feel that he has their, confi- uh, that, that he has their confidence and that he trusts they're going to do the job. I think if he – here's the one problem I think might arise if he pushes Chapman back. It's not making Chapman any better. You're still bringing him into you – know, into, a tie ball game in the seventh inning, he does what he's doing. You're still losing the game. I think I don't know if there's a way to get Chapman right right now. Maybe that means just take him out of the closer role and don't put him back. But I don't know that taking him out of it fixes him. I don't think I don't think it does. I, I don't think it is. But you can't continue to put him in the games if he's going to continue to give you big problems or blow games for you. Which, listen, he was very lucky he didn't blow the game Friday night uh, mm-hmm. last night. All right, we've seen plenty of closers do what he did, sure. give up a two-run home and win a three-run lead. I but mean, because he, it happened on the heels of what we saw, that's when the alarm yeah, bells come off. and last night he was very reluctant to throw the fastball. I mean, he was throwing a, he was throwing a lot of sliders last night. He kept throwing sliders. Mm-hmm. So he was staying away from the fastball last night a lot, So uh, which was surprising. Uh, and when you get beat with your him and you get beat on your second pitch, you, you know, you can't be happy. You, know, you get beat on the home run on a, on a slider away. You don't want to be beat on the slider if you're him. You, got, you want to throw the fastball. If he ends up 
as, if this ends up as a DL thing for the Yankees, it could be the best thing because somebody else is going to move into the closer's role. And when he comes back, because you have, you know, you're not putting some other sixth inning guy into the closer role. You might be putting Robertson or Batantis, and if they well, rack up question. two, if they rack up two or three saves in a row, and then Batantis comes off the or um, Chapman would come off the DL if that's where he goes, you don't put him back there right away. And now the question is: Let's say he goes to the DL, which I agree is probably the best thing for him right now. Um, who is the primary closer? You have two. You got two candidates. You can put Robinson in there. You can put Batanzas in there. Robinson's done it before. Yeah, I think, I think that's a tiebreaker. I think it is too because mentally you know Robinson can do it. Mm-hmm. You know he can do it. You don't have to fool with him doing it, and he and he will have no problem. And he'll also have no problem coming out of the role either. Of course, yes. Um, you can move him around right now. I do think he is effective enough and experienced enough to just put him in that role and not worry about it. Not that I don't. I don't. Like I've always thought, Batances can handle the role. I don't think that what we saw was a mental thing. Absolutely handle. I don't think. I don't think there's any question about him taking the role. But I think the way you've built your bullpen, I think it's a lot easier to just move Robertson in there and leave everybody else where they are instead of moving other roles around. Green's deserving of anything you give him. Green, you know what? He's deserving. Hey, listen, let's be honest. He's deserving of anything you give him right now. I got to look at. You know, he's not throwing as many innings as Mariano did in '96. But no, not nearly. He is as just as effective as he was in '96. He is amazing. What the string he's on right now? I mean, he just goes right after every hitter. It's unbelievable how well he's pitching. We're talking with, with Sweeney. Um, now the other thing is uh, they got to get some people back, and I guess they're getting closer. Mm-hmm. Bird, Holiday, Castro. What are we looking at? Castro's still about two weeks, right? Ten no, days? Castro starts his rehab assignment on Friday. All right, so uh, maybe ten, uh, maybe a week. maybe a week. You figure Bird at, at most, you figure, Bird starts his rehab assignment today, and that's just going to be he about might be a little longer. On he it might, depends yeah. if you if he gets thirty he needs at, hit. if he gets thirty at bats in you know in six days and, and he's hitting and, well, and, yes, yes, then you can say okay, that's that's only and a week. Holiday, holiday, he's been taking BP the last couple of days. Has come out of it pretty good. They don't really seem to have a plan going forward. He needs to I f- wonder if he could get it back in there this week. He's been he he's needs been to taking- be honest with everybody. He, I think he needs to be honest and not come back now until he feels he's ready. like himself. Because last time he clearly was not bad. he was not back. And he he told you that his strength was there. You just didn't see it in the at bats. No. I don't know what happened, but he looked terrible. I th- I think he's veteran enough to know that if he's not what he's if he's if he didn't feel a hundred percent that he wasn't ready to come back. I think he knows he knows his role. He's a DH here. If he can't hit. There's no reason for him to come back. I don't think he felt pressure to come back and hurry up. I think he knew he had to be 100%. So I don't think he was trying to pull the wool over anybody's eyes. I'm surprised the Yankees still give weight at bats. He's terrible. I mean, he just can't hit. I mean, listen, nice kid, mm-hmm. faster than get-go. Guy can run like crazy, but he just is overmatched at the plate. I that's mean, he been can, compounding. He, he just can't hit. He's a... He, he can, he just isn't right well, he can't, now. Uh, he can't That's hit here. He's, he can't he's, hit he's here. not he, hitting he, here. He's yeah. overmatched. He's, he's 22. But he's not even hitting the ball hard. I, he's listen, overmatched I'm, at the point. I'm not arguing with you about the results. Uh, you know... Uh, a lot of guys come and they get here, and that's clearly what he's doing now. And listen, he wouldn't be here if Castro was healthy. Right. That's the bottom line. I but think I'm that's what we have to he's remember. So much time. I, well, he's he, not really not getting much time. Well, he I mean, was, he's playing once know, every three or four days now, yeah, but at now most. He, he shouldn't be playing at Tereus all. Tereus is playing. Well, be, 
but Castro isn't healthy you yet. Gotta have Castro, somebody, you got to have somebody better somewhere. I, you, right? He's their guy right now. When, I mean, listen. Cat, you got to have somebody better somewhere. Castro wasn't fill supposed in. to be missing two months. I understand. Torres is the guy supposed to be I wouldn't in. be giving him any at-bats anymore. I don't think he deserves any. They're giving him ba- barely at-bats against right-handers is yeah, all they're doing. I mean, he's just not, I, I, and I he's, feel bad for him, but he's just overmatched. He came, he, when, he, when he was promoted, he was... He was next man up. He was deserving. He's a 300 hitter at AAA. He's one of the Yankees' top prospects still. Um, don't let what you've seen here shade you fact that he can't still become a good well, player. He's just not it. playing well right you now. See, I don't look at it from what they do on him. I always come in with a clean slate on these guys. I don't look at what they do in the minors. When they get here, I give them a clean slate. Now, when he comes back up next time, I'll give him a clean slate again. But yeah. you want to see him be competitive. He's not competitive right now. He's not I, I'll tell you this story. I, <laughs> I'm not going to compare him to the player, okay? But I remember when Cano came up and was two for 23, and you had me on. He was up for a week. You had me on. He said, how much longer do I look at this kid at second base? And you had to look at him for about 10 more years. Listen, uh, he, that, that, see, but this guy okay, right now is not Robinson Cano. I didn't say I what. I'm just right saying, now. but he struggled, but the bottom he struggled line is, when he first came yeah, up. Yeah, but you know what? I don't remember if he hit or didn't hit or what the bottom line. This guy right now. He's got a long way to show me that he can play in the major. And he's playing once every four or five days now, right. most. He's not the problem. And I'm not to be come, of no, him. but when I mean, Castro comes his, back, he's yeah. you know he goes back to his role. There's that's that's part of the problem. John Daniels, the Rangers GM, uh, mentioned this a few years ago, and I've always thought it's just a it's it's just an eye opening statement to me. Nelson Cruz was popped uh, in, uh, in the biogenesis thing, and he was going to lose him for the next uh, for the rest of the season. And somebody asked him, how are you going to fill in here? And Daniel says, there is no contingency plan for your best players. You just have to try and figure out how to fill in. Starling Castro is one of the Yankees' best players. When he went down, you try to fill it in, but you're not getting the equivalent back there. And he's out longer than the Yankees expected because of that second trip to the DL. He has given them zero in the second half because of the hamstring. My point is, I would have exchanged him for another UT. I understand Torres, and I would have played Torres. When Wade was playing, I would have mm-hmm. played Torres every day. Okay, And right now, I would exchange him for somebody else as my utility I don't man. think you have anybody. I mean, you, the, you, don't, you don't go next man, you're going to go Donovan Solano. Yeah, well, I might give a. somebody else a chance that's is what it, I'm that's saying. All. I mean, I just don't think you've seen anything. And, and you, listen, you I haven't don't mind seen anything, Torres but he's still playing, one of their best and prospects. And I don't mind Torres playing at all. I mean, Tor- yeah, he plays Torres well. gives you good at bats. He plays he, well. He gives you very good at bats. Very good. And Wade is fast. He's not bad in the field. He's fast in the get-go, but he just has not been competitive at all at the plate. He's, I mean, he's re- going to really show you better it. than this at some point. Well, it might so. not. It might be next year. I, ho- but I, ho- I he's hope better he does. Than this. Now, on the good side is these are the best at bats Sanchez has had all year. He he looks better to me the last three or four days than I've seen him. As a matter of fact, this is the first time to me he has looked like the Sanchez of last year. This year. The first time is this week. I, I think this is the best I've seen Sanchez all year. And I don't think it's a coincidence that came after the whole fiasco in Cleveland with his defense, sitting him down, telling him he needs to be better. You know, the uh, somebody uh, I had a minor league coach tell me um, a few days ago. He says the mistake that a lot of people make sometimes is you get these players that get to the majors and you think they have to stop being coached. You still have to coach them, and that's not saying the Yankees aren't, but sometimes you have to get on these guys again. And Sanchez was he was going down the wrong way, and, and a couple of things cost him defensively, uh, cost the Yankees game defensively. They called him out on it, and 
you know, that just kind of fuels a little bit. You got to poke and prod some of these guys once in a while. And I think that's what they did with Sanchez. And I think it had an effect both defensively and offensively with him. And also, it just shows you last night's a perfect example. You don't, if you're going to keep him here, you don't bury Ellsbury. Ellsbury's too good to bury. He, I know the Yankee fans detest him, but mm-hmm. he's too good a player to bury. He's got a lot of talent. He's going to have a role to do something. The problem, and no matter what he does, He's not equaling what you're paying no him. No question. It doesn't matter there's what no he does. There's no way. Yeah, and, there's and no way. And he's not – four years into the deal, we know he is not the player you even thought no, you were not signing. Even close. So not even close. So you've got to take him for what he is and ignore the paycheck. And right now, if you say, all right, fine, he's a fourth outfielder. Fine, he's a really good fourth outfielder. Uh, he's being paid a whole lot more than that, and that's never going to – you know, the Yankee fans are never going to hey. take what he performs at – and equate it with anything because of his contract. But understand, he can win games for you. Uh, you he know, can help you. Absolutely, he can, can help you. He absolutely he's, can. Now, you, you take it in pockets like this. He's you know two home runs in the last three or four days. Uh, you see, you know how well he can play defensively. He can go in and run for you. I understand that's not what you pay him twenty million dollars for. But you have you that player the on the bench. If you take him off the roster and try to bring up some other outfielder, he's not, he's not giving you the same package. No, you have to utilize him. The best way, you know, the Yankee fans are all like, "Get him off the team, get him off the team." No, let him help you whatever way he can, and that's all. If you want to address that yeah, off season, that's fine. yeah, right. Again, you're, you're not, not gonna, going to you're do not anything except get release a, him. You're not going to get a better fourth outfielder than him. Yeah, I mean, just not. And Hicks, let's be. I got to be fair, and I, I, I wasn't a big Hicks fan last year at the plate. I mean, we all know how good he is defensively, but he has. He has really improved dramatically. I mean, and he's come back off this uh, this injury, and he's played great. I mean, he's played absolutely sensationally. So you got to play him. Hicks, yeah, he's earned his right to play. Absolutely, Hicks came back strong. Um, I think the thing that could work with the Yankees in this outfield rotation is that you know Brett Gardner historically has bad August and September. And he's bad. having another one again. Yeah, he's tired. He's again. He, and and his bat looks tired. That might be a way to help him if you get Ellsbury into this mix. Ellsbury. He plays so hard, he Ellsbury, wears himself yes, down. He absolutely, wears, he plays harder than just about it, anybody. And it's a pattern throughout his he ten years. He wears himself in the down. He needs days off in the heat. He absolutely does. I totally agree. He needs days off. If Ellsbury plays to the level where he's deserving of at bats, which he is doing lately, then you can maneuver the rotation to maybe get better out of Gardner than you've ever because gotten this time got of year. Because you got three guys. One's a switch hitter, and you have two lefties and a third guy. Don't count Judge because he's going to play every day. Correct. So you got three guys. They can all play center field, yep. and one's a switch hitter and two are left-handed, and they all can run. Who has a better so outfield than that? That's a gri- and they're all good defenders. <laughs> Absolutely. So those are three guys you can utilize in two spots. It's take a very, those four you know, guys. Yes. Well, don't even count three, Judge. Well, I'm just saying, load, take yeah. all four of those guys yeah. in those three outfield spots. Yeah. Judge is a good defender. Right. If you take all four... How many outfields in the league are better than that not, defensive? No, not, not many. many. You know, the Red Sox, maybe. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's it. And, and the bottom line is, you know, those three... You're going to get a lot out of him, but you got to get. You got to keep him fresh, so and that's the key with Gardner right now. Keep Gardner fresh, which I agree, and also get Ellsbury to a point where mentally he doesn't feel like he's a failure. Where, yeah, yeah. where his additions, like he did yesterday, are positive and are treated positively inside the team. Forget the fans. The fans are never going to like Ellsbury. I don't care if he wins five games in a row, no, not going to no. like him. So the bottom line is, though, but utilizing him. To get a big at bat, like the triple the other day. Yep. I understand it should have been caught, but he still hit it hard. Ahead, yeah. You know, so the bottom line is, you know, the home run last night. Whatever it is, I mean, that was the big hit in the game last night. Where he lost that game last night, the Grom was the walk 
which he was furious about, mm-hmm. and then the home run to Headley. That's where that game was lost. And Headley's another one who's been playing well. You know, the, he's on the bad side with the fans, but he's you know he's holding his he's own. He's done right a now. good job at first base. You got to give him credit. He's been very good at first base. El, yeah. The thing with Ellsbury, and I talked to a lot of people about this last off season. I said, you know, you have to come. He has to come to a point where he's accepting that, or he, he is accepting. That he is not the player that he thought he was at 25, That's 26, hard. 27. That's hard. And that he can adjust. You see where the two home runs he hit the last couple of days? See where they went? That's what he should be doing more of. Uh, he, in that ballpark, he can hit 20 home runs no with a different That's approach. Always he and not, but, and, but not think of himself as this all around uh, offensive player. Talent. He's not going to be the guy who's three hundred with twenty home runs. Hard to make that transition. Yeah. To, you know, listen. A lot of good players have to make a transition. In he's going to be thirty-four. Part-time yeah. player. He's going to be thirty-four you know, next month. You've seen. You've seen what happened to Ellsbury. Happened. It happened to Bobby Mercer. Mm-hmm. Perfect example. Came back here. He was a part-time player. Yeah. He left here a star. Came back a part-time yeah. player. You have to accept that role. If you can accept that role. Now, I don't know if Ellsbury's ready to accept that role, though. He might not yeah. be ready to accept it. But and, he, he could actually help in that role. And to be fair to him, the right before this l- recent uh, hot streak, how cold he was. He was coming off a concussion, which we don't know right. how long it takes. And he shied away from the fence badly on a bull he should have caught last week. And that week. might be part of it, too. You know, which he didn't go near the bull. He didn't at all. Because he's never been that player. Yeah. Maybe the concussion scared him a little all bit. Alright, before I go real quick and I get to please act, uh, uh tell me, Tanaka, how long do you think he's going to be out? Uh, I would think maybe next week at this point. He hasn't done anything. He hasn't done a bullpen yet, so but he's played catch. So you think he'll catch. pitch his second go-round, or you think he'll be longer than that? I haven't uh, mapped out where he, where he fits in yet, but I would think uh, definitely not this weekend, and probably not Detroit. I, I'm, I'm thinking maybe the series after that. All right. Um, it doesn't sound like it's a long term. But Sabathia pitches. You'll probably see him. Sabathia is going to throw a bullpen at some point, unless he decided to do it back at the stadium before he came over. Uh, he's going to throw a bullpen, and if that goes well, he's in line for Saturday. All right. Thanks, Sweeney. Thanks,